today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. This is an election day in Hamilton Center, downtown Hamilton. A by-election, of course, uh, to uh, fill the seat that uh, Andrea Horvath uh, resigned from after uh, the last provincial election. Now Mayor Andrea Horvath. Uh, And the message here is short and sweet. Get out and vote. If you live in that area, uh, get out and vote. I know by-elections don't usually turn people's cranks, and and they usually have a low voter turnout. But uh, there are a number of candidates here, and, and it seems just from some of the coverage we've seen over the last little while, uh, that uh, the character of the candidates is a factor in this election, too. So choose and choose wisely. And uh, polls close at 9 o'clock tonight, so then uh, we'll tally that for you, and we'll talk about that, I'm sure, in the program tomorrow. Uh, right now, I want to talk about, yeah, provincial politics, coincidentally, uh, and the upcoming uh, provincial budget. A lot of attention, of course, with uh, what's going to be happening with Christy Freeland in Ottawa, but uh, it, this is where governments at the end of March basically tell us how they're going to spend our money over the next little while. And a number of people have tried to have input into the budget process, including uh, the Hamilton or the Hamilton Chamber, certainly, but the Ontario Chamber of Commerce, uh, which has come out with a policy paper and a series of recommendations that that I'd like to think the the finance minister uh, is reading and heeding. Uh, joining us to talk about this is Michelle Eaton. Michelle, of course, is vice president of public affairs with the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. Uh, Michelle, good to have you back in the program. Thanks for the time today. Act the the Ontario's Minister of Finance came to OCC's offices a week ago, two weeks ago, with his staff, and we talked about some of these recommendations that we were putting forth for the upcoming budget. So it was great to great to have him join us. Uh, that's and that's good news because oftentimes there's always this disconnect, and you say, "Oh, you know, are, are they even listening to us?" But the message that that you have given us and and, and Rocco Rossi, of course, from the chamber, have, has been pretty consistent over the last couple of years. There are a number of programs here uh, that you've been talking about, and and you know, looking for some further help. I mean, some of the things, in fairness, the government has already instituted and started, uh, but there's a lot more work to do on things like sustainable growth, uh, complete communities, and modernization. Uh, we've because I guess of the shutdowns and, and COVID over the last three years. We've got some catching up to do, don't we? We really do. And I mean, I think for our focus uh, with the government right now, because the, the, the pandemic necessitated a lot of spending, um, which was needed to get us through. Uh, the finance minister has been in the news saying, you know, the need for restraint after these high spending pandemic budgets. So what we're saying right now is that, um, and we, we're supportive of a path to balance, of course, but we'd really like to see the government prioritize its energy into public policies that focus on growth enabling investments on some of those key issues that we're seeing, labor shortages, healthcare crisis, and uh, major infrastructure needs across the province and to continue cutting red tape. These are some of the things that were mentioned in our, um, and I think, I believe we spoke about this, our Ontario economic report that looks at yeah. some of those issues uh, businesses are facing uh, in and, and looking ahead what public policies they'd like. Well, and and a lot of this, of course, is is based on the fact that we need to to do something about small business. I mean, they got hit especially hard. We all did, and we all know that. But let's face it, you know, the larger corporations, you know, the the Costco's and the Loblaws and everything, uh, yeah, they got they got banged too. But they can take the hit. Uh, the small businesses, not so much. And uh, as we talked about on the show yesterday, I mean, an awful lot of them are up to their eyeballs in debt right now. I mean, they the, there was government assistance, but now the government wants that money back, and and that's one added a debt load that that these guys are looking at right now and the, the province has got to step in and say what can we do to help for sure and i mean i have to give the government a tremendous amount of credit when it comes to things like workforce development and things for small yep. business i think um, uh, minister mcnaughton's done a tremendous job on looking at ways to kind of fast track um people newcomers to help fulfill labor market issues um but certainly when it comes to some of those uh 
uh, the debt that small businesses are facing, access to capital is a huge area um, that the government can look at to support them, as well as, I mean, opportunities such as uh, public procurement, uh, allowing small businesses to participate more actively in public procurement could be a great way to give them a leg up as well. Yeah, and these are all things, as I say, that you guys have talked about before. And another one that that I don't hear too much from the government on, but but I know that uh, that you and the chamber have been very very adamant about this is is increasing broadband service across the province. Uh, I, I guess maybe here in southern Ontario and southwestern Ontario, Michelle, we kind of take that for granted because it's here. Uh, and and there have been some some additions to it in the last little while, uh, and that's great. And we've all taken advantage of that. But uh, when the further north you go, uh, the less frequent you see those towers. And and that first of all, there's a communication gap. But businesses need that. They need that connection, don't they? And it's it's not there for everybody. Well, the, and, and you don't have to even go that far north. There's a lot of uh, yeah. underserved or unserved areas that aren't that, that just around the corner from a lot from us. So, uh, but this is certainly an area of interest for the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. We have a, a broadband subcommittee that's part of our infrastructure council, um, and they're looking at different ways to explore uh, more uh, participation from the private sector. Obviously, that's very important when it comes to broadband. Um, and that interconnectivity, I mean, we saw it throughout the pandemic where folks um, w- wanted to get their business online in quick order. Um, so programs to help them uh, help support that, but they need the broadband infrastructure to get there. Um, so it's that's a really, really huge priority. I mean, infrastructure in general, expanding the regional um, transportation interconnectivity, our supply chain vulnerabilities, which we've talked about. Um, those are all really important to get our economy moving. And it sounds like the government, um, from what I've seen in the news, it sounds like the government is looking to see. Well, and to your point about uh, about the government listening to this and, and trying to act on some of these things, uh, I know one of the things you and I talked about some time ago, of course, was uh, was benefit packages. I mean, people are sh- switching jobs. Some are not going back to the job they had before the pandemic and, and maybe changing careers for a variety of reasons. But uh, their introduction of the, of the Portable Benefits Program, a, a great idea, uh, but we need to build on that and, and make sure that's going to be sustainable for everybody. But that, that's going to be a big asset, isn't it? It, it, it is, and that's something that we've also, we've had a small working group that have inputted and, and dealt with the, the panel that's been work, looking at portable benefits. I mean, some really innovative and first that this government's bringing forward, so really excited to see what they do there. Um, and I mean, even something that you and I have talked about quite often, Bill, in interprovincial trade barriers, uh, a great example, because healthcare is another big issue that I think is yeah. top of mind for businesses and people alike. But uh, the government recently introduced uh, as of right rules to allow healthcare workers from across Canada to come into Ontario without all those added administrative barriers. Um, hoping to see more uh, interprovincial trade barriers removed going forward. I think it's a great way for the government um, to spur more productivity and economic growth in Ontario. Uh, all sectors need assistance, and, and I, th- I think you guys make that quite clear in your presentation of the province. Uh, but one sector in particular that just doesn't seem to be, you know, getting along. Others have, have recovered nicely, and we, we want to see that continue. But the tourism and hospitality industry was really hit hard, uh, and uh, they're not back on their feet yet. And the, the, I think the government needs to pay a little more attention to that sector. Yeah, this is a, and thanks for raising this, Bill. Uh, we released a report in December in collaboration with the tourism industry of 
um, uh, looking at uh, some of those issues facing the industry and, and and tourism, including hospitality. I mean, you, you've probably seen the um, Beer Canada out there too, talking about uh, uh, pausing taxes. So looking at some of those barriers to growth, um, which the province has, the province pause the taxes uh the feds were still waiting for so hopefully they hopefully they're listening right now um yeah. but uh that industry is not expected to recover until 2025 they've they've had a, some serious challenges um we're hoping to see some kind of strategy from the province looking at the ways that we can better support the industry uh going forward because it's such such an important part of our economy um and it's uh really hoping to see some changes there because it, it could really make a difference in our future Absolutely. Uh, go to the Ontario uh, Chamber webpage, by the way, and you can look at the document itself. And uh, hopefully, uh, Minister Bethlen Falvia will give it another glance before he makes his presentation. Michelle, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for this. Take care now. Thank you, Bill. Have a great day. You too. Michelle Eaton, uh, Vice President for Public Affairs for the Ontario Chamber. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.